Hello, Johnny. Hey, yeah, it's Tony from Portsmouth Aeroship Building Company. Hey, I just wanted to give you a quick call just to wish you guys at the back of the cereal box a happy birthday, great first year. You guys are doing swell. I'm really picking up what you're putting down, man. You're hip to the jive. So, happy birthday. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Helmets Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable. You can't be that original. Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And it is our one-year anniversary. And of course, because we launched at Christmas time last year, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Join with me, co-hostess with the mostess, Melissa Stetcher, everywhere you go, there's a tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well, the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow. You have a sore throat this morning. You can't sing, but you've been singing all week. I have. I feel like this is my punishment. Now you can just sing. Catch up, <laughs> Well, so I have been behind. For those of you who have been watching us on Instagram Melissa started doing the 25 days of song along Christmas and um, I've struggled to join her for various reasons. One, it's open enrollment at work. I am so underwater. Yesterday, Melissa was my most stressful day, maybe in my entire lifetime. Um, it's crazy time. And um, you've been holding down the back of the cereal box Instagram for it like a champ. And I love you for that. You know, I just feel like if you're super stressed out, everybody is stressed out at Christmas time, right? We just need a little hope. <laughs> Christmas time makes me unstressed. It's it's mm. open enrollment time. That's... Yeah. yeah, no. Now, we've got a very special show to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Uh, we're going to have... I wore a shirt just for you. Well, you know what? I am so happy you did because I debated. I debated whether to do my Star Wars Christmas pajamas or the back of the cereal box shirt. And uh, I, it was it was a struggle. It, yep. was, it was a struggle. Um, yep. So I'm glad you did it. You are the best. You are the best. And speaking of co-hosts, I have to ask this question. Where in the world is D-Barty? Yeah. Where in the world is co-host D-Barty? She is off doing photo shoots this morning. She is doing her um, December mini sessions. I don't know if you've seen the pictures online, but she has a an El Camino that she is putting stuff in the back and the families are sitting in the... It's it's awesome. I'm going to have to stock that. Because I, I saw her like summertime stuff and I'm like, oh, 
And now I'm like, no, don't do it. Cause then I'm going to get like super sad. Cause you guys are nowhere near me. And I'm like, Oh, well, we're not that far from you. Only five hours. That's an afternoon day trip. Speaking of far away, our other co-host is far away from us because she's all the way in the frozen tundra of Winnipeg. <laughs> it's Willow Skyler. Frozen tundra is about right here. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of snow? Uh, not a whole lot of snow. It's just cold and yeah, it's... It's snow. It was it like snowed a little bit overnight. So, yay, fresh snow. Speaking of fresh snow, um, we have a very special guest host this morning who will be with us for the for, for the full show. He is a frequent uh, guest and contributor to Back of the Cereal Box, and he just moved from Nashville to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and is experiencing. A northern winter for the first time in his life. The one, the only, the infamous Lucas Leverett. Hi, Good guys. morning, Lucas. Good morning. You know what? I like the advantage of Eastern time because then your show isn't at bug o'clock for me. So. <laughs> I'm very happy to be able to sit in again at, at, a, at a time that I would normally just be starting work anyway. So. <laughs> well, and so how how do you like living in an area that gets snow? Actually, I kind of love it. Um, my office slash nerd loft that I'm in right now, uh, I've got two windows and I work at home so I can enjoy the, the site. And they do a great job on maintenance. So, you know, it's not like the South where everything is dysfunctional. It's just another day. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. Hey, we have a special guest who has joined us to wish us a happy anniversary. And for those of you who are watching live, you can join us as well. Along the bottom, you see the the ticker running. Um, and I, listen, I am putting my life in my own hands by letting the world join us live. Now, I'm going to say this up front. Not everyone who comes into the green room is going to make it on air. I will vet you a little bit, but um, for our loyal fans, I'm 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 taking a chance, and uh, we'll give our special guests, you know, thirty seconds to a minute to share their well wishes and uh, share what is in their bowl this morning. This morning, I am eating Fruit Loops because because you are one, because I am one, and because I need to recover. <laughs> From the ancient tomb of Pharaoh's cereal from last week. <laughs> Lucas, did you see the cereal that I ate that turned my tongue black? I think I remember seeing a, an image and going, what in the world? And then I got distracted. A squirrel ran by. Yeah. And we are called back at the cereal box because I am of an age that we didn't have iPads or iPhones at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. We were reading the back of the cereal box. <laughs> and this is the one I love because on the back of Fruit Loops, you can get a free book. And um, you just oh, cool. scan the code and, and send away for it. I'll put that code up. If someone wants to take a screenshot and take advantage of that, courtesy of back of the cereal box, there you go. Oh, it took me that long to get my phone ready. Oh, wait, okay. Here, here's what we'll do. Hold on. Hold on. There you go. 
Take a screenshot of that and then scan it with your phone and get a free book. There we go. Scan it. All right. So we got a couple of guests to welcome with a uh, very special message this morning. Please welcome the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian K. Morris. Good morning, Brian. Oh, oh, good morning, everyone. How are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was having my breakfast, so <laughs> you are you, you are a man after Melissa Stetcher's own heart. That is for sure. He comes with a coffee pot. I'm like, hey, how what? 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 I'm in. I don't even know what it is or what time I need to be there, but I'm in. There we go. There we go. I I I, I like coffee um <laughs> with an unholy passion. So um you know, I, I've replaced my entire bloodstream with Folgers crystals. Let's see what happens. So, uh, but anyway, no, anyway, thank you for having me, John. I, I definitely appreciate this. And uh, I'll just come in and I'm going to leave. Uh, but I did not want this event to pass, Johnny, without wishing you and everyone in the back of the cereal box a happy, happy first anniversary. And I know it's going to be the first of many of them. Um, little background thing here. Uh, John approached me a little over a year ago about joining the rising tide broadcasting network on facebook and on youtube hashtag always promote and um uh i knew i would be holding johnny back because i knew i knew what kind of guy he was and i am so proud of the progress and the expansion you've made in your network john and i'm proud of all the people that work with you and that is why it is an honor to wish you a happy first anniversary. And um, I know there's going to be many, many more triumphs in your future. And uh, I can't wait to see them all. Outstanding. Thank you, Brian. Um, you are an inspiration to many of us in the uh, YouTube broadcasting community. Thank you. And um, you do a great job with uh, the Rising Tide Broadcast Network. If you are not subscribing to Rising Tide, Nevermind the Furthermore, and Comic Book Spectrum, and all of the other shows on Rising Tide Network, you need to do it today. Absolutely. Do it right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. So thank you for being with us, Brian. And what are, what's in your bowl besides coffee? Uh, I Until I get like a couple of pots inside me, I'm not sure I should be allowed to handle bowls or utensils yet. <laughs> um, th only tragedy can ensue. So, um, you know, so we're, we're going to stick with this until we get at least 29% uh, of my brain cells firing. And then after that, it becomes less hazardous. And uh, the Las Vegas odd makers uh, start giving me favorable odds to get through to lunchtime. So... And well, how's awesome. Cookie with how's Cookie today? Uh, unconscious. Um, <laughs> she uh, she worked late last night, so I snuck out of bed just so I could be here. Um, but <laughs> otherwise, she is doing well. And um, now I, I I see Andrew Mildred is saying, uh, "See, this is what I do when I go on other people's shows. I take over. Um, show the pajamas. I am honoring Johnny today by wearing trousers." So, you know, this is this is not a <laughs> well, I don't so, know if anyway. he's talking to me or to Willow or to uh Melissa. Melissa Ooh. has our back of the cereal box uh t-shirt on, her her pajamas, and they they do have matching uh bottoms for those pajamas. Yeah, no, I'm wearing my flannel 
my my these ones, my flannel okay. Christmas pajama bottoms. Because I buy, so I buy, we have, <laughs> this will surprise no one. We have matching pajamas in our house. <laughs> of course. So I just buy everybody like the same men's pajamas because then partner can wear it and boy can wear it. But then fun size self and man's pants, it's like slippers built in. So, okay. So, so I wear these oh. all the time because they're really thick and warm and then they cover my zombies. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Brian K. Morris, for being with us. Stay as long as you want. Um, Actually, I will check out because I'm sure that you've got like a long waiting yep. to get on and uh, congratulate you. Yes. You so, know, I, I hear the helicopters overhead, the news uh, coverage, you know, the news, <laughs> the major news sources and NBC are showing up. To... So, yes. Um, no, thank you all for having me. And sometime I hope I can stay long. I'll have more than this. No, I doubt it. And Drew Madden. Anyway, thank you so much, Johnny. Thank you, everyone here. And uh, we'll see you at the back of the cereal box. Take care, everyone. Thanks, thank Brian. you, Brian. Have a great day. He's that is awesome. Yes, he is. And Dave Mattingly is in the in the green room, but I see no camera. Dave, I want to bring you up, but um, oh, in go. the meantime, uh, support the Rising Tide Network. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> at. Uh, I don't even know that website. That's interesting. That's I went to Brian's. He had yeah. his thing listed, and that's what came up. Well, Dave Mattingly has Operating. just joined the stream, so I am going to uh, bring him on because he's got some place to be in a moment. Dave, good morning. Uh oh, do we have sound from Dave? Hey all. All right, just uh, making sure that I was uh, not on mute there. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. Skull, Laheim, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> what is in your bowl this morning, Dave? Uh, in my bowl was uh, an Eggo. I didn't actually put it in a bowl, you know. <laughs> but you didn't let it go, right? <clears throat> and uh, what do you like putting on it? Let that Eggo go. It was all mine. What do you like that putting on your Eggos? Uh, nothing. I, I eat them all natural. No, wait, that's oh. not how it does it? Do you carry them around like a donut or a bagel, or do you actually use a, a, a surface? Uh, I just uh, uh, strap them uh, uh, on like a bandolier and wear oh. them around. You know? Or I might <laughs> you know, put them on a chain like some bling uh, for the eye of Ego Motto, you know. Or, or like, a, like a, an Ego Wookie. Yes. <laughs> well, in honor of Dave, I want to show off <clears throat> some new loot I got this week because. Dave, you are a Captain Crunch expert. You are a Captain Crunch aficionado. And this week, I got a Captain Crunch mini pop keychain. Excellent. This was a birthday gift. It was my birthday on Wednesday. So not only is it the one-year anniversary of the show, it is also my birthday. And um, so I got that. anniversary of John. Yes, yes. <laughs> I uh, I love this keychain, and I had that set aside to show just because I knew you might be with us this morning. And in honor of Dave, I also picked up the mm -hmm. best kids' Christmas jokes ever because Dave is a, a pun master. And 
he likes to tell bad jokes, dad jokes. Well, they're, they're only bad when other people tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dave, what do doctors give gingerbread people when they sprain their ankles? Some icing. Got to put ice on that sprain. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> that that's a good answer. But the official the official answer is candy canes. Yep. Got to limp around somehow. Yeah. They have both. Honey, Tim's not coming home for Christmas this year. <laughs> Ooh, what gets what gets served on Christmas but never eaten? I don't know. The guests. Well, if if he gets yeah. served at Christmas, uh, that might not mean what you think. I could. It could. <laughs> yeah. We should have Dave back every time because then I don't have to say all the dirty things. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I know, I know nothing. Um, all right, one more. Um, let's see. I, I got to find a really bad one. Johnny's on fire this morning. He's got his Christmas stuff on and he's learning to read. I love that. That's right. <laughs> what did the ornament say to the top of the tree? To the star on the top of the tree. What did the ornament say to the star on top of the tree? How about we hang around together? That's better than the one in the book. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they didn't they consult did get, me. What do you expect? But in the book, it says, You light up my life. You give me hope. I got that tune all wrong, but You Light Up My Life by Karen Carpenter. But I like yeah. yours better. Why don't we hang around together? That's good. Mm-hmm. Bravo, cool. Dave. I have some uh, some cereal box facts for you. Lay it on nice. us, brother. All right. Um, in the, the past 52 weeks, if you've eaten a, a bowl of cereal uh, every show, uh, you would have had 5,300 calories, 100 grams of fat, uh, 1,100 uh, carbohydrates, uh, 100 grams of, of uh, fiber, 62 of sugar, uh, and nine and a half days worth of vitamin A, five days of vitamin C, and four and a half days worth of calcium. Because of the box. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you eat the cereal inside, the facts might be different. Uh, I'm not sure. The box, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know what the nutritional count on what I that horrid thing I had last week was. I think that took days off your life as a nutritional count. Yes, I think it did. The the lump of coal in a bowl. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend that one. No, Fruit Loops, on the other hand, is delicious and fun. And the nose always knows. Two hands played that game. Awful last week. What 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 did you say it was called? It was it was Funkos. It was the Mugman Don't Deal with the Devil cereal. And they are telling the truth. Don't deal with the devil. It was. The only cereal that tastes like regret. But wasn't it like, didn't you have it for a couple years or was that a different cereal? Well, no, it's four years old, but I bought it six months ago at a comic book convention. There's There's another box downstairs. And I thought about breaking it out this morning. Um, it's it's the red, probably strawberry flavor. But, you know, I, I decided that for our one-year anniversary, I was going to go with a tried-and-true 
uh, you know, option and, and go with the Fruit Loops because they are delicious and they make me happy. You know, are you eating your stress always. this morning, Johnny? You're like, screw it. I'm just going to sit here and eat and bring people on stage so I don't have to talk. Forget. <laughs> Although Dave cracks me up, so I'm cool with that. I'll be crazy anytime I can. Is so, that what? Is that what you have this morning, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was—I don't know how old it is, but this was the grown-up answer to junk food cereals. It's overpriced and so childish. But uh, I'm much more happy with my eating vessel. Ooh, I like That's it. Cool. <laughs> It'll away half the calories. Mm-hmm. You know, are those filled with something? Is that what the I don't know what that cereal is. Supposedly, according to Cereal Box Legend, real chocolate. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. I How don't think that's true. Your life for that real chocolate. <laughs> and they occasionally do a sellout to some cartoon thing, but a lot of times it's just a plain red box with a big splash of chocolate. So it goes right down the middle of grown-up and kid junk food. What's on the back of the box, though? They're doing a promo for Sing 2 right now. <gasps> so it has a Mad Lib. Oh, a Mad Lib. Yeah. We could play the Mad Lib. We need to do that. All right, let me go. We absolutely need to do that. And Dave, I know that you, um, you have to get to a uh, virtual class uh, feel free to hang around as long as you want, but when you need to leave, yeah, you don't need I'll, to apologize. I'll take off here a little bit to give you a room with more guests, but I do have, uh, since you're eating Fruit Loops, I do have a, a Fruit Loop uh, in its own bowl, single serving kind of thing handy. Oh, cool. I sometimes eat that as a snack. Uh, no milk, just uh, reach in like eating chips or something. Just walk into that Holiday Inn like you own the place and snatch that breakfast and run. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Like, you can... Uh, uh, this was one that uh, got left over from uh, our homeless ministry. We used to buy these by oh. the, like crates. See, now I feel bad. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was my goal. Uh, uh, the entire time for the whole year was to sneak in at the anniversary and make you feel bad, Lucas. So, <laughs> there. All right. All right. Uh, uh, happy anniversary. Great seeing all you guys. And I'll keep listening for a good while. Peace out. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. So, so are we doing the Mad Lib? You want me to yes, do it? Do it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Let's have an adjective. Um, an adjective. Um, brown. Kathy Jackson says she loves Fruit Loops. Who doesn't? That's really? what I'm like. If somebody doesn't love Fruit Loops, I don't know that we could be friends. <laughs> A mode of transport. City bus. Hey. What? Sea <laughs> bus? Is that what you A said? Bus. A oh, bus. Uh, wacky instrument. Ukulele. Ooh. I don't know. Household object. PG. Did you say eating? PG. PG. Household I object. It, I thought the rating was PG. Oh. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go object. with whisk. Uh, whisk. Whisk. Okay. Into shape. Sh- oh no, that's what. Let's see. Song name. Song name. Whip it. Whip it. Okay, <laughs> there we go. All right. 
And uh, let's see. Uh, adjectives. We need two adjectives. Chris Vaglio, give us two adjectives. <clears throat> no pressure. No pressure. Adjectives. Descriptive words, right? Isn't that the uh, Let's see. Amazing. And frightening. Is that how you feel when you join us? Right now I do because I still I'm still not even through my first cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm so glad you joined us this morning, Chris. Chris with the uh, uh, the Chris and Amanda show and uh, Rocket Agency. Yeah, yeah, and I'm you, happy to be here. Yeah, you were a guest a couple of weeks ago, and we yep. geeked out over the Millennium Falcon. It was epic. Yes. <laughs> I think you and me and Lucas could have a show just on Star Wars collectibles. Probably. That would be amazing. <laughs> right, two on more. occasion, I'd have to join him just to just to round out the female thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, you would. Keep that sausage fest to a minimum. Yes. Uh, and to show off my Lego stuff. <laughs> two more items. A mood and a place. We need what? A mood, a mood and what? A mood and a place. A mood and a place. Uh-huh. Um, Let's see. Morose. Oh. And a place. Uh-huh. Willow, give us a place. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, that's interesting. No a very detailed place. I have a feeling this is going to go sideways real quick. <laughs> it, it did before we started. I mean. Buster Moon and the gang are feeling morose and taking their amazing voices from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to Reg Bar City. Packed with a whisk, ukulele, and cereal, our pals hop in their bus and hit the road. Along the way, they team up with brown guitarist Clay Calloway to sing Whip It and help take their show up a notch. The big question is, will Mr. Crystal let them put on their frightening show? That does nice. sound frightening. <laughs> but I want I want to see someone play in a whisk. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be interesting. Now, Chris, you are a rock and roll aficionado. Has anyone ever used a whisk as an instrument that you're aware of? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I'm sure it's been done. Um, I'm I'm probably pretty positive it's probably been done. I'm thinking that like. And this just, my mom thing just went hardcore because I like to bake and I've got one of those big stand things. I feel like the whisk in the stand mixer could be like a like a constant beat. Yeah, I was going to say, it's almost like a very percussive type of, uh, you could use it for like a percussive or if you like, you know, kind of bang it, it could almost be like a tambourine. So either way, yeah, it's kind of percussive. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I an old school handheld whisk and sit in with the jugs and spoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking the, the reverb off of it could give you a pretty cool sound too. Ding 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 ding. It could probably get a really interesting sound. I think it's like one of those things where if you like you would have to like you know kind of hit it up against different things because you probably get a whole different tone and so you could probably like sample each one too and like you know put them in, build a whole symphony of, of whisk whisk sounds. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's how uh, Herb Albert and the uh, Tijuana Brass came together. It was on a dare. Yeah. 
Well, you could have the rank and file Kmart whisks and then the first chair, Williams Sonoma whisk. This has a lot of mileage. Yeah, I like this actually. <laughs> I think I think we've got the starts of a whisk band right here. <laughs> Johnny, start the reel. <laughs> we will. My favorite band mostly used ukulele, violin, and bongos, says Dave Mattingly, but they'd occasionally use other instruments like mm. rice in a coffee can. Mm-hmm. They even had a song that had a rice in coffee can solo. Wow. Whoa. Okay, I kind of love this. I'm going to need to find all that later. You're right? <laughs> and, and he says, Herb Alpert had the best Bond theme song. Oh, that's a, that's a that's a good poll for the future. Is that uh, best yeah. Bond theme songs? Now, who who here is a big James Bond fan? I wouldn't say I'm a giant James well, Bond fan because I certainly haven't seen every film, but I yeah. do. But I haven't seen the last. I would say I haven't seen the last couple. I, I enjoy I it for what it is, and I'm, I'm a fan. <clears throat> Big fan, I couldn't say because I'm terrible about trivia right. and facts, and, you know. And I had to get a huge refresher this time around because of the gap of constantly delaying the movie in the face of plenty of successful oh, yeah. releases. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. Well, Chris, you are welcome to stay as long as you want. You are under under no, no obligation to stay longer than a few minutes. Join us. Be one of us. I, well, I'm here now. I'm locked in, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to hang out and contribute. And, uh, yeah, well, a- anyway, happy anniversary. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, stick around as long as you want. I'm going to run a couple of videos that people have sent us, starting with one of our own from the Back of the Cereal Box family, Miss Kelly Getner. Hey there, friends and foes, breakfast clubbers, creepy crawlies, uh, cereal boxers. I'm Kelly Gettner, your host of Back Issue Breakfast Club and your Cosplay Cafe barista. I am here to wish you a one-year anniversary of Back of the Cereal Box. When Johnny and Dee started this, they had the goal to start a community that was just positivity for pop culture, and I think they've succeeded. I love our viewers, our fans. Every time I go live, I am just bowled over by the people interacting in the comments section. It's just like having a conversation in your living room, and it is so much fun, and I am looking forward to what we're going to do next year. I think we're just building this great community here. And thank you for inviting us into your homes and into your lives. And thank you for your support. And I just cannot wait to see what we're going to do next and what you're going to do next with us. So happy anniversary, Back of the Cereal Box. And here's to many more. Thank you, Kelly. That makes me cry a little bit. <laughs> she she was the first uh, spinoff show host. So <clears throat> she was uh, Back Issue Breakfast Club was the first show we spin off, spun off, and uh, what a great great time. Uh, speaking of previous guests, I'm going to run a couple more videos because uh, we've gotten a ton of them. Uh, 
Jody Jill was an, a guest um, with Willow Schuyler hosting uh, a few months ago. She uh, is a puzzle maker, and she sent us a great video. And by the way, guys, I've not watched any of these videos, and uh, so I am seeing them for the first time with everybody else. Hi, I'm Jody Jill, and I just want to give a shout out and say happy anniversary to Back of the Cereal Box. You know, I actually had a small part of that. I was a guest. I loved it because I found that you guys had such heart and soul and passion. And not only was I a guest then, but I'm also a fan now because I've been following along you guys. And I just think it's awesome what you do. And that's why I wanted to throw a big shout out and say congratulations it's a wonderful thing you got going on, and I really, really hope it continues far off into the future. Have a beautiful day, and congratulations. And you guys will love this one. Chris and Melissa, you guys know this lady. Hi, I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I am so excited to wish Johnny and Dee and Melissa and Sean and the whole crew at Back of the Cereal Box a happy one-year anniversary. Love you guys. We love you, Kim. Uh-huh. And Willow, you'll <laughs> recognize cool. this face. Hi, guys. It's Keisha Acuff from Cryptid Crunch on the Back of the Cereal Box. And I wanted to hop on here real quick and say happy one year anniversary to the back of the cereal box. I am excited for all the future years. So uh, come check us out. Bye. Thank you. She was uh, tending to to her child. And Carl Witzman says that was very sweet, Kelly. Yes, it was. I think Carl only watches the show to see Kelly. Um, <laughs> and he'll probably confirm that. Hey, Did you I see that like that Little Mermaid? mermaid. <laughs> I watched to see that too. I mean. Listen, listen. Of those of you who don't know what uh, <laughs> Melissa is referencing, on uh, Cosplay Cafe Wednesday night, Kelly Getner did the Little Mermaid cosplay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen, if I weren't in love with her to begin with, I, I would have been. Listen, I'm thinking about starting a cult. Just to <laughs> Wait, this cereal? Isn't, this isn't one already? <laughs> and Carl says, ha Keisha in quiet ninja mode. That was funny. And Carl is stalking Willow. He says. <laughs> That's fun. So, so uh, Chris, Lucas, I don't really have a uh, a, uh, a an outline for this morning because we were, you know, just celebrating. Yeah. But I want to know since you've been on, Chris and Lucas, um, since you were a guest last on our Loki recap, what are you guys thinking of Hawkeye? Are you watching Hawkeye on Disney Plus? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, I'll just say I'll share my thoughts real first, uh, real quick. The first two episodes I thought were good, but they didn't blow me away. I was a little like, oh, I'm not sure we're, you know, I didn't I don't know. I didn't know what to think. The first two episodes just didn't leave me feeling like overly excited. But this last episode, oh my god, that this last episode was like, all right, 
the show's going to be great. So, uh, episode. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further with that thought, hold on. Let me just throw this up because I cannot be responsible <laughs> for any spoilers because they will slip. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I dig it. I was looking forward to it. Um, I, I'm really pleased with this whole construction of the MCU TV series piece of the equation. And I, I've looked forward to all of them. I, I can't rank it yet. Uh, I, yeah, it's so hard to topple WandaVision from the top of the pyramid for me. Um, you know, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is close. And uh, I, I use the, the, proper TV title, even though I want to use the real title, but I don't want to spoil for people. <laughs> so, but if you're, if you've been under okay, that rock, the spoiler alert. It's okay. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've liked it from the beginning. I like a lot of the work that they're doing with it, especially that 360 single cam car uh, sequence. That was great. I was a sucker for the single cam sequences over on Netflix with Daredevil. Uh, I'm usually a sucker for anything where it's actual single cam or at least uh, staged single shot. I think it's a brilliant filmmaking trend. Um, I'd like that it's a buddy comedy that's built between two people that couldn't be more different in a lot of ways. Um, There's just so much. There's a huge age gap. There's a gender difference. There's a pop culture reference generational kind of gap between them. There's like all this stuff. And the two of them as actors seem to have the chemistry figured out. And that's uh, that's really cool. I like that it that it accomplishes that goal without the awkward because there's been so many opportunities for awkward, so many Batman and Robin failures of, of chemistry and, and massive awkwardness and gap. Um, and I would say that they're doing a pretty artful job of setting up the younger teams to potentially roll in. They're not they're not force feeding it. It's very organic. Uh, so I dig it. I dig. I dig the style, um, and I love that it's a Christmas. It's basically a long Christmas yeah. special. It's perfect. You know, it's a show that's Christmas set, and then together it'll be a yearly Christmas watch for all the nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like that. That's a that's a great um, that's a great assessment of the show. And and just to speak to that that single camera shot. Now I didn't read that run of of. Um, that whole story arc and book that a lot of this is based off of that Hawkeye book, mm-hmm. but that sing and I, and everybody has said that single camera shot in the car is really taken from the book. Uh, but I, <clears throat> because I hadn't read the book, my mind went right to, this is a great tribute to raid too. So if you'd ever seen raid too, that single camera car chase scene is by far. And if anybody out there, if you have never seen raid or raid two, just go to YouTube and look up Raid 2 car chase scene. It is bonkers, amazing, single camera stuff. And that Hawkeye scene just was like, oh, my God, this is great. They're, like, totally doing, like, the Raid thing with the single. I, I was That was outstanding. I mean, outstanding work. It was, it was great. So th- this is funny because I didn't realize that that is what was happening in Episode 3. I'm going to have to go back now and watch it having heard you guys rave about that single cam technique because I I, I, I didn't even realize that that was what was going on. I was just blown away. And this is a spoiler alert. I was blown away by Hawkeye's pin particle arrow. 
Uh, oh, yes. That was great. That was the <laughs> highlight of the whole show for me. <laughs> Melissa, did I just spoil something for you, or have you been watching Hawkeye? No, I've been watching it. It's been our weekly sit-on-the-couch time with it. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool one. That was a yeah. cool one. Um, Are we allowed to talk about the big T's in that episode? I mean, you did put up a spoiler one. alert. Well, which one? Yeah. Do you do you think do you think it is who fans oh, are saying that, that it is? That I do. Willow, do you know what we're talking about? Yes, I do. Fat Man Auto Salvage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Fat I'm Man Auto Salvage. For it. I am so there. Probably the uh boy. Usually I do funny. If I do cosplay at all at a convention, I do funny. Mm. Um, like a Dragon Con, a buddy of mine did a Loki mashup where we had balloons from Up uh. and Mash 4077 Doctor costumes <laughs> and Loki horns. But if I do anything serious, it's got to be a fit. And Wilson Fisk was the best thing that happened to me in cosplay because I shaved my head and took my large frame in a suit to... Dragon Con a few years ago, and I did the St. Baldrick's charity thing for the head shaving, which was kind of oh, fun. nice. Um, I love that character's whole thing in in the in the Netflix MCU side of the fence, and I, I can't wait for that link. And I hope that is true. I hope the cufflinks that we saw in the corner of the screen and the name of the car shop and all those things are indicators. It'd be really nice for them to really start to pull in some of those awesome characters and actors mm-hmm. from the Netflix series because I I honestly feel like and I don't know if I'm sure everybody here would agree but I feel like it would be a completely wasted opportunity um to not start bringing yeah. them in considering how awesome he was as Kingpin Vincent we're, we're supposed to have um uh, Charlie Matt, Cox yeah Murdoch's supposed to be the lawyer in Spider-Man Yes. Um, well, that's that's the no. fan rumor. It's still not official on any source. However, <laughs> however, it was announced uh, Thanksgiving weekend that Charlie Cox has well, no Daredevil Matt Murdock is going to be appearing in six Marvel projects, hmm. um, and Charlie Cox has signed on to be a part of that. And now echo- we. I was going to say the Echo show would make sense for that, too, because that's going to be Echo's. And that would make a lot of sense for uh, Kingpin and Matt Murdock to both be in that show. Yes. Yes. Um, And for those of you who aren't familiar with Echo, she's got photographic reflexes like the Taskmaster. And in the current run of the Avengers comic, she is the new Phoenix She's got the Phoenix Force. Oh, didn't yes. Know that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty epic. Hey, we have another guest joining us in the rec room, but before I bring him up, I'm going to run the video he sent us. Please welcome Drew. Hey there, back at the Serial Boxers. This is Drew from Drewers of the World, and I just wanted to wish you a happy, happy one year anniversary. You guys are like the star on this tree. You're magical. Again, happy one year. It's nothing to sniff about. Um, you did a great job, and I love being a guest. See you soon. Take care. Love, peace. And as always, chicken grease. And there he is right there, Drew Milden. What is going on, my brother? Hey. Hey, guys. Just wake up? Uh, whew, uh, um, didn't know I was going to be on camera. Okay, let me get perfectly ready. <laughs> 
that's um, funny so how first, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so first and foremost, uh, I want to wish you guys um, and say happy, happy, happy one year anniversary. Happy holidays. Happy all that good stuff. Um, a little story about how I became part of the community. Um, we were friends, pocket friends on Clubhouse. Then we turned into real nerds um, via Clubhouse as well. So you guys are an amalgamation of everything I love in this world. Comic books, cereal, cavities, all that good stuff. So <laughs> thanks for always, you know, putting a rotten taste in my mouth, if that's what... <laughs> Um, but <laughs> no, I, I love you guys. Love this. Love this show. Love everything you're doing, Johnny, as always. Willow, Melissa, Lucas, Chris, you know, you're the man. Um, back of the back of the yum. All, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> cosplay Cafe. Uh, what else we got? Scream Queens. We have all these different shows. And it's just it's really a. It, a huge deal because Johnny, you're taking pieces of yourself and splitting them across different parts of the community that you've created, and I enjoy every minute of it. So, as per usual, you know, love you guys, mean it. Love you too, Drew. I am so glad that you were able to join us live. I know you're on dad duty oh, yeah. on Saturday morning, um, but uh, Drew joined me on Clubhouse for about 45 minutes before we came live here on video, and we were talking about the Eternals. So, um, no, we was not, Johnny, not at all. <laughs> I was talking about Hawkeye. We were talking about Hawkeye, the Eternals, and Spider Man No Way Home. Yes. And, and I've got to ask the panel has anyone in recent memory, remembered a movie that has gotten more hype and attention than Spider-Man No Way Home? Probably one of the Star Wars films. Yeah. I was thinking That's, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Leading well, up to that. Yeah. I think Phantom Menace still had more hype. I, I, I would say the first of the new trilogy might might have been similarly. Force Awakens, yeah. Like, up here, I usually leisurely buy a movie to we're fortunate enough to live less than a mile from downtown grand rapids and there's a beautiful theater um and johnny knows how big of a theater snob i am yes uh, so i i will not go to a crappy movie theater thank and you carl Hi, carl the best cinema i've ever been to is a mile from the house and really just cruise in casually you know week of buy a ticket i already got the spider-man ticket and I had to really scrap for the right kind of seat. Like it's selling out. The good seats are all sold out in most cities from what I can tell. So that's interesting because I had zero problem getting a ticket for Thursday night. Um, and, and here in Gallatin, Tennessee, where I am, I may be opening up a floodgate right now. <laughs> there are hundreds of tickets available. I went on last night because I got my ticket a week ago. But then my my family said, well, we want to go, too. I was like, oh, no, this could be be bad. But I went I went on Fandango last night and lo and behold, plenty of seats left. And I was able to get the four seats right next to me. So, um, you know, I'm hearing, though, about cities selling out and scalpers selling 
No Way Home tickets for up to $25,000? Is anyone really buying a movie That's, ticket for that? No. There's no, no. way. That's got to be part of Sony and Marvel's marketing campaign. I was just going to say that 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 screams That's marketing all over it. <laughs> That's a plan. Yeah. Well, you're also you're in the bigger market. Um, you know, there aren't any media screenings here like there were in Nashville. I do miss that sincerely because I loved you know going and sometimes running into Johnny and seeing a movie a week or two before everybody. But um, you know, it, it's uh, it's a bigger market, so you probably have a little bit better availability. But also remember the theater snob factor. I'll only buy cinema number one at my favorite theater. Only the large one with the with the built-in subs and the whole like. I'm not going to see it in the little eighty-person joint down the hall. So there are three houses inside this cinema showing the movie, but only one of them is going to get me. So that means I can only go at like four fifteen, eight thirty, and midnight. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> diversity of selection <laughs> yeah you you are a snob oh yeah lucas and more, about more things than just movies <laughs> this is true <laughs> this is true but we are excited to see it and, and it's uh, i took a half day off in the afternoon it's exam time so the kids out of school half days each of those days so we're gonna take a break right in the middle of exams go see it uh can't wait and, I, and we'll probably be right back there in a couple of days <laughs> now Willow, I have a question for you about yes. Spider-Man No Way Home. One, are you as excited as the rest of the internet? Oh, absolutely. And two, um, will you be able to go see it in a movie theater since you are in uh, Gestapo-laden Canada? <laughs> yes, uh, actually, yes. Um, I yeah, I can go see movies now. Uh, it's, it, the closures aren't as bad as they used to be a couple months ago. Um, but, um, no, as, as long as we're fully vaccinated, it's a go. Do they have seats blocked for any kind of distancing? I noticed that when I bought uh, my seats for Spider-Man that they were, and I thought this was kind of nice for people. That yeah, they, uh, it was assigned seating for a while there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I have yet to go see Ghostbusters. So it's, I think that, I think we're going to go see that today. So. Nice. Well, we, um, we always, they're all, it's a sign. You can buy your seat, the seat that you want. But I was amazed that my third choice location, which is the row right behind the handicap row, that one is entirely blocked out so that at risk folks can sit in those very spaced out handicap spots. Mm-hmm. And then they won't have anybody literally breathing down their neck. I thought that was kind of a cool measure. Um, it, since it's my third favorite spot, I don't really mind not being able to access that row. But <laughs> yeah, Melissa, you've been very quiet this morning. Are you excited about Spider-Man: No Way Home? Like, I'll go see it, but I'm not going to be like day of push my anxiety to the limit and elbow be out of the way. Nope, mm-mm, nope, no, no. <laughs> and I, I was supposed. I'm gonna. I might go see Eternals tomorrow because I can't. I can't people and now peopling during pandemic flu season and the holiday. No, this is how I end up in jail is I, I, I know my nerd limits and it is do it in my comfort. Don't look at me in that tone, Drew. I think Drew is brushing his teeth in the camera Uh using the camera as the mirror. Oh, that's it was supposed to be for a bit, but it got too real. 
he was going to do a bit. <laughs> so now you're just stuck there infinitely brushing. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be- brush all the bad cheerio I've been eating. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Johnny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am definitely an opening night guy. And, you know, uh, you talk about uh, media passes, Lucas, but since since the initial COVID shutdowns in 2020, I've not gotten any invites for media screenings. No, they've, they've been on hold in, in most of the markets, I think. Um, the thing that makes me uh, not sad, but, you know, it's unfortunate uh, that this won't be a market that gets them that they weren't here before the pandemic. And I remember Nashville was like this uh, eight years ago. Yeah. Nashville was a dead market for screenings and everybody just sent their screenings to Atlanta. And I used to get really irritated because Nashville was really coming up and I would get so annoyed that all the screenings for anybody that was in the industry, anybody that did events or media coverage, blogs, anything would have to travel, which meant that the independent folks like you uh, would be, out of the loop unless you expend a lot of money. But if you work for a ridiculous corporate news conglomerate, you can throw yourself on an airplane, go see a movie in whatever city and do the review. So I was glad to see Nashville get added, but I don't I don't assume that Grand Rapids is going to be on the media list anytime soon. Well, <laughs> you know, there is a way to help us combat that media conglomerate large monopoly. And to make sure that independent broadcasters like our back of the cereal box hosts and co-hosts can travel when needed. And that is to show your love and support at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. <laughs> and we we are we are doing a campaign right now to send Kelly Getner to C2E2 in Chicago next weekend. And uh, if you want to help uh, support her and see her broadcasting live and interviewing celebrities contribute generously at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. <laughs> I don't yes. know what's happening. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny loves me on this show. Well, and Chris is doing something with the Ninja Turtle that I'm frightened by. <laughs> Raphael says... <laughs> Everybody's pointing. Buy me a coffee. <laughs> well, you'll get the sigh. Uh, is I, I is gotta, Raphael go, the guys. coffee maven? Hey, thanks for joining us, Drew. Or you'll You're get awesome, the sigh. Buddy. And we will see Drew next as a guest uh, contributor, guest host of Back Issue Breakfast Club coming soon. Oh, nice. nice. That sounds Big like cosplay, fun. right? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> And and if he, I got to guess, you're going to do a Spider-Man cosplay. Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. yes. You're awesome, brother. Thanks for joining us this morning. Have a Take great care. rest happy, of the day. Happy one year. Thank you, brother. You know, That's- earlier uh, there was mention of Ghostbusters, Johnny. I've been harassing yes. you about Ghostbuster opinions, but now I don't want to uh, set up any expectations for Willow. The expectations are already there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to go see it today too because we haven't oh, seen so it yet either. We don't have a full consensus yet. We'll have to do a review issue. Yeah, yeah we will. And and I'm I'm not going to comment on Ghostbusters Afterlife, but I'm going to say something very controversial. 
this this is going to get us hate mail. I actually I, I liked Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, I thought it was a great continuation of the legacy story. I liked it a lot. However, I absolutely loved Ghostbusters 2016. Okay. I loved that movie. And it made me smile from ear to ear that whole movie. I did not dislike it either. I've been a big proponent of the idea that people were just overly invested in dislike. You know, I, I don't yes. assume that everybody disliked the it. The hatred started it. before the movie even came out. Right. I, right. I, I will agree. It was given, I definitely was given a very unfair uh, shake perception, you know, prior. I, I did not, I, I thought that that was way out of control with that mm-hmm. negative. It was just really ugly, actually. Yeah. Um, but, however, I will say, having seen the movie more than once, I uh, I was I'm still kind of lukewarm on it, and my biggest I'm gonna say right now my my biggest problem with the film was not the whole female that that's got nothing to do with it. I just felt like that I think that they missed it, a tremendous opportunity to tie the universes together. Yeah. Because I think you simply could have just said, "Hey, these women like," and it would made sense in my eye. This is what makes sense is that because the Ghostbusters and you got Venkman and he's such a businessman that. They start a franchise, and mm. these women buy a Ghostbusters franchise, and then you have then everything that plays out. I think it would, would have been a really nice like yeah. way to keep the universes connected without having to say, well, we have to reboot it as if nothing ever happened. And that bugged me because I think you could have just made a seamless universe tie-in with just some simple writing. Um, that, was really my, that was my biggest gripe with the, with the film. Hey, hey, you guys. Copycats. You know, they could have just said, hey, those, those guys did this 30 right. years ago. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, they saw it and got inspired. Like, all these things you could have done that would have, like, just bridged it and would have yeah. been like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. Instead of saying that, like, that didn't exist. So we have to reboot it and reimagine it. And it's just like, but you don't. You just don't. Yeah. So, hey, guys, we asked a question. I, I hate to interrupt this conversation, but Sorry, this Jack. is important. We asked a question at the very top of the show. Where in All the right. world is co-host DBRT? And lo and behold, you speak the devil's name and they appear. Shush your face. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> DBRT. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you Damn made it, D. Where are you? I'm in my room. <laughs> Wait, you your your bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> so so you're joining us late, but you're joining us. Oh, right. hallelujah. Right. Because <laughs> you and I have been on this broadcasting journey together for over 10 years. I know. And- I couldn't just not join you. I was like, even though I have to run and it's only for a second, and that's why I'm in my bedroom because I'm getting ready. Because I have my photo shoots today, my Christmas mini shoots. So, But I just Which- had to jump on because I was like, I can't just not come on. And, and it was one year ago today that you and me and Aubrey did fantastic flavors and where to find them. Chris, Lucas, Melissa, Willow, we talked about on the first week of December, our favorite flavors of ice cream and where to find them. Ooh. I remember that. Ooh. Yeah, that was actually the third episode. 
Uh, we did a pilot and then I did one episode by myself with a guest. And then I was like, I got to have D. I've, I've got to have her on. <laughs> oh, I can't do this without please. her. You look and terrible so, this morning. Goodness gracious. You, you look great, <laughs> D. So you're off to do a Christmas mini shoot. And look at this. The party is <laughs> filling up. There's Keisha Acuff. Hi, guys. How are you, Keisha? You're in a car. Uh, yeah, so we are out of state right now. And so we just got out of our hotel that, of course, had bed bugs. That was fun. <gasps> no. Um, but uh, Wait, no. what hotel? Let's, let's publicly shame them. Um, what was it called? Days in? Oh. They did refund. You are not helping my case. So my shot face. But now we are sitting outside of a hotel, uh, or a mo or museum. Words are hard, and a library because you know those are things that I like. <laughs> it makes me very anxious when you share your location like that. Just so you know. Oh, I'm nowhere near home. Okay. Um, I'm don't publicly say that either. Listen, you can't make me listen, nervous. Mo Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. What? Have you seen Keisha on Crypty Crunch and how weird she is? I make Some people nervous. Exactly. People are like, listen, grabbing some, that to turn her down. <laughs> someone would be out of their mind to go you know, stalk her at home because you have no idea what she's going to do or how many different ways of torture and pain she will inflict on you. I have a list, have a list of ways that I can... Never mind. <laughs> I'm just mama, as, as Miss Princess would say, I'm just mama Barry about the awareness of when people are in certain locations and then and therefore who, not okay. at certain and, locations. And Melissa, she lives on a farm. Do you really think that that farm is unarmed? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, nobody's there. Oh, and, there's people there. Or is there? <laughs> As long as there's people there to make the ch -ch run noise, I'm down for that. I just don't want your sweet place to be in jeopardy because just let me mama bury you, darn it. Okay, I guess. Thank you. Okay. I don't well, stay I'm in any place long enough for people to find me anyway. I'm so glad you joined us, Keisha. And Dee, I'm so glad that you were able to make it. Uh, I do like the rain, though. What's that? You do need to run. Yes. Uh, everyone needs to make sure they follow Dbarty at Dbarty Photo on Instagram and see her awesome Christmas mini shoots. They're epic. In the El Camino. Yep. I love the El Camino. Well, the truck, we couldn't get the truck started, so we had to use El Camino. But it's worked out great, so I'm pretty excited. I love, I love anything with an El Camino. I love to <laughs> just say the words. El Camino. El Camino. El Camino. <laughs> All right, D. Thank you so much for Thanks, taking love time you. to be on the show. We'll see you later, baby. I'll be back next week. Next week, we're live from uh, Hitchhiker Toys in White House, Tennessee. We'll, yep. we'll tell people more about that uh, later Bye, on. Guys. See you later, baby. Bye. Bye. Chris Baglio, you had an El Camino, didn't you? I wish I had an El Camino. I did not. I maybe had an El Camino matchbox, um, which I still have, probably about 300 of them. We but, had uh, an El Camino. 
Did you really? They are so cool. Ah. Yep. Um, That's a comeback that hasn't been done. They've tried to redo so many of these these American muscle legend cars. Sometimes they've done well, and sometimes they've, you know, put four doors on a charger. But um, the El Camino seems like a, a novelty muscle, modern muscle that could be a thing again. Yeah, I, I could see that. It, it was definitely a very, very cool car. Always wanted one, never got one. But I mean, why why did they fall out of fashion? I mean, is it just? I always wanted to drive an El Camino. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the sure Bronco what killed it. Who did? The Bronco, perhaps. I'm trying to think of like the, the demographic Bronco. needs for like a not truck, a, a car, a oh, car pickup hybrid. <laughs> yeah. All right, and now Keisha has officially gotten out of the car and is going on a hike. Uh, No, my daughter was screaming in the background, so I was like, I'm just going to get out of the car so I can actually hear. (laughs) She she was showing off that $100 bill, but I got her beat. No, I was sniffing it. (laughs) Wait, sniffing a hundred, wait, what, huh? I was sniffing a hundred dollar bill because I figured that uh, eventually Carl would watch this and turn it into a meme. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have high hopes in life. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Carl, Carl Witzman likes to turn Keisha Acuff's appearances on the, the air into memes, and they're, they're pretty hilarious. Hey, uh, look here. We no. have got Angel Love, the curious idealist, says, congrats. Congrats on the anniversary, Pocket Friends. Hashtag, I love Back of the Cereal Box. She was a guest a couple of weeks ago. And uh, about Keisha Acuff, she says, she looks all sweet and innocent, but those are the ones to worry about. That sounds accurate. Uh, That's usually the case. I'm completely normal, though. No, you're not. (laughs) You're the appropriate normal for our network. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Thanks, I guys. Like Love you guys, too. <laughs> so believe it or not, we've already hit the one hour mark. Um, and um, I don't want to keep the new loot. Right. Well, I actually brought something. Internet. <laughs> show it off. Show it off. <laughs> we'll do that now. It's time for. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's time for new loot. <laughs> All right, Melissa, what do you got for us? So I have, I obviously, hello, have the small business, so I support other small businesses. So I participate in, like, the fun, make a comment. I'm like, watch me blow it up. So my 31 lady said, take a picture of your 31 bag and share. And I have, like, 12,000 31 bags because they're the cutest things and they all match. And then so I want a reusable snack bag. So look how cute that is. And oh, cool. I can just wash it and reuse it. And I don't have to throw it away. And it's an organizer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. Thanks, Johnny. That's, I feel now. <laughs> That's awesome. Willow, did you say you have something? It's a cheese advent calendar. A che- Oh, my gosh. Oh. I saw these advertised oh. online. That's the best. I instantly need one of those. So 
Yeah. Yes, you can definitely fancy a woman with cheese. <laughs> Every day. Yes, you can. can. Cheese. And uh, can I, I, I think the you? best one out of here is the applewood uh, smoked uh, cheddar. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. The best one out of there. Have you gone ahead and sampled all of them? I, I had this before, and I okay. got addicted to several of the it, uh, several of these cheeses. Um, but the applewood is definitely the best one. And, and um, where does someone find a cheese advent calendar? Okay, in in Canada, there's uh, you can go to well, okay, you can probably find it at Safeway in your guys's area. Like uh, Safeway is one. Uh, I don't know if Sobeys exists in in the states. Um, but, I think they have Meyer and Kroger and all of those. Yeah, okay. you might be able to find them at, at any of the big uh, chain um, uh, grocery stores, but. Uh, because I uh, have a Safeway near my place, that's where I looked it mine. up, and you can get it at Sam's Club here. Uh, oh, oh, okay. But you have to have a subscription to Sam's Club, which we do not, which saddens my life because we looked it up the second you posted it on Facebook. I was like, I need that in my life, <laughs> um, so. and I can't have it. So you know, <laughs> but it's so good. That's not helpful. <laughs> So skip the chocolate this year. Go for the cheese out of I like that. I like that a lot. Willow, so um, Angel Left says your cat in the background is cracking her up. <laughs> what is that cat doing? It, he, it is scratching the corner of the wall. He, he's trying to get the... He's He's been bugging me all morning because he either wants to play or he wants to just be a brat and he wants my attention. And so, whatever. Hey, if he's in, entertaining you guys, by all means, encourage him to continue to be a little. <laughs> okay, guys, I love you, but we're heading in. All right. So, uh, happy one-year anniversary to us. Thank you, Keisha. We are so happy to have you as a part of the show, a part of the network. And uh, I'm glad you made it on for a Saturday morning. It's about darn time. <laughs> oh, wow. That's nice. That's nice. Right. Oh, so cool. I will see you guys on Sunday. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a good one. I uh, will say, I just found the cheese advent calendar on Aldi as well. Oh, it, really? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it, I was, it just came up. Uh, Aldi, I guess you can only buy it in the store, though. So it's not a, it's not a, like a. I've got one two blocks from my house. It says Aldi advent, cal advent calendars here. are here. Cheese yeah. advent calendar available November third. There you go. So, nice. so here's my question though: Is it is it because we've already started December? It's mm -hmm. December third. They're making them available just yesterday. Does that mean that you have to do the first four all at once just to catch up? Oh yeah, I yeah, will. absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a no brainer. <laughs> Used to pour a little glass of wine and take care of those back dates. Little glass. That's cute. Okay, yeah. Pour <laughs> <laughs> a bottle. Right? Just open the bottle because then you don't have to do dishes. But oh, that's what they like. like that, oh, they're coming little packages. So what, what is that? Oh, double what? A kid. That's cheese. Oh, Chris. there it is. Gloucester. I was trying to read the... Uh, no, I was trying to read like what it Wrong was. One. Wait, hold that up again, Willow. Double Gloucester? I've never, I don't think I've ever had Gloucester. No. 
What does it's it taste an like? Engli- it's an English cheese. Oh. Uh, so it's cheese, grommet. <laughs> <laughs> I I need this in my life. This is where I'm going right after this. The Aldi, the Aldi is right next to the bank, and I have to go make a deposit of Ghost Tour tip money. So I think oh. I'm going to spend the Ghost Tour tip money on Do it. cheese. Spicing off a little Ghost Tour money. Yep, 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 yep. Lucas, you got any loot to share with us? Well, you know, I did grab something just in case we came to this, but this is almost a cautionary tale of loot. Uh, Hasbro Pulse is a, yes. a really dangerous addiction for full-grown nerds. And uh, I watched the whole PulseCon stream, which I think is, for a lot of these, and, and we could probably do a whole episode on this, so I'll keep this short, but, you know, DC, uh, Hasbro, all these different major property uh, genre companies have figured out during the pandemic how to do direct to consumer events and big streaming events. And while I worry about what it'll do to the con scene, I think it's really cool that these things happen. So essentially, it's a show off things to buy telethon by Hasbro for a couple of days. And I jumped in on a bunch of pre orders. I pre ordered the Decepticon sweep to make sure I had at least one. Because I thought, you know, it'd be great to have like three. If you're a Transformers nerd, you know why. They're the stormtrooper of the Decepticons. Um, And so I pre-ordered it. It was supposed to show up in in February. It shipped early, which meant that I got billed early. That's no big deal. It's not one of the expensive ones. I have a bunch of the expensive pre-orders that I'm afraid are going to come in early on the budget. So right after it arrived in the mail, I went grocery shopping at Meijer, which for those that don't know is like Walmart without all the grossness. And there were like 10 of them on the shelf. (laughs) So totally didn't need to pre-order, but I guess you can't be too careful. Um, But yeah, I I grabbed one of those. And then yesterday I noticed that they had released a Jurassic Park crossover. And it has a very Beast Wars-y dinosaur. Mm. But it also has the uh, JP-93 vehicle, tour vehicle, that transforms into a transformer with a head sculpted like Muldoon. And I totally pre-ordered it. So I, after my entire adult life, refusing to own anything that resembles a Beast Wars anything, because I thought it was so dumb, I caved for the Jurassic Park crossover. But it's Jurassic Park, so... Right. <laughs> That's the excuse. Well, right. it goes well with the the X-Men, Back to the Future, and Top Gun. You gotta it, add... Yeah, it fits. It fits. And the head on it is is a Grimlock mold, so that's the saving grace. Oh, that's great. That is good. <laughs> yes, that is a good saving grace. I like that. So, Chris, are you a Transformers fan? G.I. Joe? <clears throat> uh, well, definitely Transformers. I mean, I still have a lot of the my vintage, like, OG Transformers. Um, you know, I have, like, Starscream, uh, Blaster, Soundwave. Um, pretty sure there's Bumblebee. I don't know there's a bunch of them. The, the, I forgot the one that the one that turns into a microscope. Um, Perceptor. That's it, Perceptor. I, I, I so I still have a lot of them. Um, they're all packed away. But uh, you know, once again, I, I I have all this stuff in in bins all back here. Or just bins. Oh, there you go. <laughs> of stuff that's that. You know, I really want to have on display. But <laughs> Melissa well, is so. having a panic attack right now. Don't do it again. So rude. <laughs> you like that? Listen, but it's in bins, Melissa. She's I, worried it's going to fall on you. I, it's not going to fall on me. Are they Maybe it will. The bin? But She's it'll be good for the it. show. 
If, as long as it falls <laughs> on me on camera, then it's good for the show. There you go. That's ratings. <laughs> so Melissa wants to come over there right now and help take things out of the bin, organize the bin, label the bins, and find ways to display those awesome collectibles. All of Pretty, your toys. We would have matching fun. All well, of your Transformers bits will be sorted into little reusable Ziploc bags. By <laughs> Melissa, you are welcome anytime. Come over to New Jersey. <laughs> hey, if I'm coming to New Jersey, we're going to that barbecue place because, oh, that friend of yours, he makes me hungry every day. I'm like, dang, that's so far away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but fans could make that happen. There you go. With Remember, slash cereal box pod. For the price of a coffee a day, you can help us. Melissa. price of my pin course. You can always come to New Jersey and organize what everybody just saw behind me. <laughs> well, so that, is a, that is a good segue as we prepare so to wrap fun. up because um, we are getting offers from all over the country to come and do live broadcasts. We have been invited to come to uh, Pop Rock Cereal Bar in Rochester, New York. Um, we are going to be live in two weeks at um, Bowls and Spoons Cereal Bar in Charleston, West Virginia. And um, next weekend, little programming note, we will be one hour later than normal. Uh, because Debarty and I will be live at Hitchhiker Toys in White House, Tennessee. So we will be uh, coming to you live from the loot treasure chest of Middle Tennessee Hitchhiker Toys. And uh, super excited about that. But Cereal if- bars, Johnny. I hadn't even thought of that until you said the words just like now. A genius what a, idea. What a wild concept. So... There's several of them across the country. Actually, Willow, there's one in Winnipeg. Oh. Yes. And and so I am bit by bit, they're 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 seeing us appear at different ones because you know that it's a small community. They're all connect uh connected and they're contacting me. But um as we go to one, I will be sending those videos to the other ones. And uh this oh, is gonna damn. be a thing for 2022. We have one here. What is this cereal? Like, oh, you mean like at a hotel there's different cereals? Yeah, but this is a restaurant, basically. Like a- oh, yeah. and, I thought and- it was like a granola bar. I was like, they already have cereal bars. I don't understand. No, 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 no. This is a place you go <laughs> and you pick your cereal, you mix and match it. Like the, the place we're gonna be in two weeks on the 18th. They do a mega bowl challenge, a giant oh. bowl of cereal. And oh, no. if if you can eat the whole thing within an hour, I guess it's free. I don't know. But you know what we're doing live on air on December 18th? Yeah. I'll send nice. my teenager. It'll be done in 20. You know, Johnny, <laughs> there are uh, there are two. Right, there's one in Jersey City here and one in New York. Cereal bars. Which one are you going to for us, Chris? Milk and cream cereal bar. There, it's the same one. They have a Jersey City location and a New York City location. Really? Now, New York also has the Kellogg's yes. cereal bar in New York City. Wow. And little little spoiler alert: February, Johnny, Dina Bakowitz, and Ivy Roman are going to be live 
in New York City. Oh, uh, oh I'm going to have to come meet you guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Chris Baglio. I'll have to come meet you guys, yeah, because that's like, you know. Wait, when in February? We don't know yet. We're, we're still working on the dates. I'm a February birthday. I'm just saying, buy me a coffee. I want to go. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you guys. 2022 is going to be huge, and you guys can help us make it even bigger by becoming a contributor. And my friend Billy Thorpe says people want to give you money. So please don't make him a liar. (laughs) Please, please. Anyway, well, guys and gals, we do need to call it a show. Thank you, Lucas, for being with us for the whole show. As always, Willow. Yeah, you're always welcome. And Chris, you are always welcome. You are such a great compliment to our crazy little family here. Um, Love what you bring. And uh, you're always welcome. And... um, now, what's Chris's show again? Go ahead, Chris. Tell uh, us. Okay. So uh, my show is the Chris and Amanda show. And we uh, air or stream live every Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Fireside app. Uh, and then, uh, but you, you can catch us too on Twitch and a bunch of other places. It all streams out. But uh, But the main spot is Fireside, which you can get through the App Store. But if you don't have an Apple phone, then yeah, you could watch on Twitch. Uh, but that's Monday's 12 p.m., the Chris and Amanda show. Basically what we do is we each pick three songs for each other that we don't think the other has heard before, and we rate them on an ever-complicated scale of one to five records, with one record being a complete dumpster fire and five <laughs> being a our new favorite song for the rest of our lives. So that's the show. Right. And the reason why it works so well is Amanda is uh, sort of the country-loving 80s pop Midwest mom, and I'm definitely much more of the rock, punk, hardcore uh, kind of guy. So uh, together, our music choices are <laughs> very much all over the place. So it's worth watching because uh, you love, you got to love Amanda's reaction to had more than half the things that I sent her. And, so. and Chris, how did you and Amanda meet? Uh, we actually met on the clubhouse where uh, it seems like, you know, well, it's where I met everybody on here, all, all on the clubhouse. And uh, yeah, and that's how we met, and we became really fast friends. And when we both got on the fireside, uh, Amanda approached me and said, "Hey, I would love to do a show together. I think this would be a really cool idea." And I said, "Like everything else, yeah, let's try it. Let's give it a try." And now we're almost thirty episodes in, and uh, we are just loving it. So it's a great time. And I know Amanda and I have lofty expectations of we should just be doing a show every single day and maybe some radio show will pick us up so we could be like your morning drive or your afternoon drive or something. It could happen. 2022 <laughs> is going to be your year, Chris. The Chris and, and Amanda show. Coast hilarious. to coast. Yes, like, I try to great. listen to them every week and you guys did that Christmas song humming thing. <laughs> I could listen to that episode <laughs> so many times. Uh, that was, that was fun. Yeah, so this entire month of December, we're doing a holiday-themed uh, episode every Monday. So our last episode, uh, which you can watch and listen to on replay, was uh, us humming Christmas songs to each other and having to guess what they are, what songs they are. That's fantastic. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, that was all, Amanda. <laughs> Lucas, tell us about Brewing Controversy. Oh, boy. So uh, Brewing Controversy is the opposite of the rating scale that we stick to on this nice PG uh, Saturday morning. So uh, Brewing Controversy came from the uh, the reality that one of my buddies and I 
uh, would go and have craft beers and sit and talk about current events. And being a couple of foul mouth leftists, we decided, why don't we just turn this into something? And we started to do streams and now we've kept that going. Uh, we've been just developing the show. It's kind of an experimental on our Facebook page. And then we're going to launch into more. That's why we've been gradually getting, you know, more gear. Um, but it's a, it's a couple of uh, angry leftist foul mouth beer drinkers that get progressively more tipsy over craft beers and talk about whatever's going on. Tuesday nights, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central. But we're shifted to Monday a little bit this month a couple of times because there's a weird coincidence of things happening on Tuesday for the holidays here. Uh, so next Tuesday, I'm going to go to a sports bar and wear my Preds gear and watch the Predators Red Wings game locally. So we're on Monday night coming up instead. And uh, there are a little bit of a shift occasionally, but usually Tuesday. And then we're going to launch on Spotify and uh, and see how it goes. It's, it's been a lot of fun so far. It, it, it's very similar to this. We take in anybody that wants to join us for a beer can come in and comment and uh we, we occasionally find some really interesting insight from different perspectives of folks that stop by. So it's a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, it's purposefully in your face, Howard Sternish. So don't come with a weak heart. But <laughs> Lucas, are you on Clubhouse at all? Because I feel like you you would fit in with our group of uh, we're going to help you grow that little Facebook group to a massive podcast and people are going to be like, I may have to consider it. It's hard to. Uh... He was invited by someone on this show who bears a striking resemblance to me. <laughs> well, I'm prettier than you. Hey, Lucas, have it's... you been on Clubhouse yet? New element questions. But once we diversify our show to not just exist on a Facebook page, I'll be able to distance from Facebook more because I'm so tired of it. Um, there's probably not a show that goes by that I don't cheerlead for the destruction and regulation of Facebook. And, uh, and then my, my buddy David will, will do uh, his Elon Musk rant at least uh, once every couple of episodes. So much that we have an on-screen treatment for it, but I won't talk about it here because it's definitely not PG. Yeah. Willow, 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 you would love it. You would love it. Excellent. Um, hey, Angel Love says, since this is an anniversary, I think you should call an audible and push it to two hours. I would love to do that. However, I've got to go to a rehearsal this morning for a Christmas concert that I am singing in next Sunday night. And uh, so I can't push it. Ooh. You sing at oh, Christmas wow. concerts, but not on your own reels. That's cool. What? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa? <laughs> Melissa, I'm going to have to take you to task on this. And uh, that's only because I've been underwater at work. But tell everyone what you're talking about on our Instagram page. We are doing something very special for the 25 days of Christmas. Today, I'll do the reel and you can remix it and show us how it's done because I'm still clueless. So tell everyone what we're doing. Oh, what? <laughs> the question of something. <laughs> So we are doing a, I don't, is it a count toward Christmas? Let's call it a count toward Christmas. Um, 25 days of Christmas songs. So we took our song along Thursday and we made it a song along Thursday every day. And so we start the music. We lead it into you and then it's your turn. And I'll teach Johnny how to put the words on the screen. Yeah, this yeah, is I have no clue of my obsession with Chris and Amanda. They're like, uh, you should make it remixable. I can totally figure out how to do that. And I did. 
So it's all going on Serial Box Podcast on Instagram. So you just hit the three little dots. You remix the reel with us. And yeah, it is just magical and Christmas. And that's what we need, right? It's a little fun. And then it's a song along. And it's yep. so exciting. So here's what, <laughs> as she chokes on her own enthusiasm. So um, <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to do today. Today, after the rehearsal, after I've warmed up, I'm going to go back and using the the tutorials that you sent me, I'm going to remix the previous reels, and then I will start one of my own today. Now, how do you play the music? Where are you playing the music from? So I find this magical place called YouTube. Mm -hmm. They have karaoke versions of songs. So but, I'm but are, is it playing on the phone that you're recording the reel? No, it's playing on the. So I set my the thing with the and the it holds the. What is that? Whatever that stands. Tripod. Yeah. Thank you. That thing, and then I've got the the dual screen. Yes, that thing that Chris is. Thank you. Words words are hard, kids. So I've got it playing on my computer setup. And I've got to turn up all the way so the teenager downstairs is like, <laughs> and then I have that playing so it picks up the actual Christmas song okay. on the recording. I was I was hoping it was like a feature of Instagram that you could just, but you know, no, I've got to do a little extra work. Okay, gotcha. Thank you, Melissa, just, for that. I don't know if it's a feature. I don't, that's, that's well, too advanced for me. I, I'm willing to take part of you guys want to hear me sing Santa baby. <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is on the list. It is on the list, but uh, go to uh, our Instagram page today um, at uh, Instagram.com slash cereal box podcast. And um, yesterday's reel was, um, was it Oh Holy Night? What was no, yesterday? it's my favorite things. <laughs> oh, these are a few of my favorite things. So everyone watching, go there now and do a remix with us. And uh, the two previous ones are actually on Melissa's Hopeful Simplicity page. But going forward, as of yesterday, they are all on the back of the Cereal Box Instagram profile. So do it. Do it. Yeah, Johnny, do it. I'm going to do it today. I told you now that I know how to Go do it. There it, That's there, there it is. And look at, <laughs> like, look at, oh, wait, what just happened here? Look at how pretty Melissa is. She is just gorgeous. Silly. It's like muscle, Melissa squared all on the one screen. <laughs> yes. So much Melissa. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. All right, Willow, before we leave, we got to talk about cryptid crunch tomorrow night. Yes. Tomorrow Not we're being visited by three ghosts, <laughs> and I I can't wait to see what you and Keisha have in store for it. Do you want me to tell a, a, a Christmas ghost story? Yeah, I would love that. So Absolutely. I will be I will be on Cryptid Crunch tomorrow night with Keisha and Willow, and and we're talking. Uh, you know, you, you know, people people forget about this, but it's in the song. You know. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. We used to have a habit of telling ghost stories at Christmas. And somewhere along the line, we got away from that. So, so we're bringing I'm going, it back. I'm going to tell a Christmas story 
um, for tomorrow night's Cryptid Crunch. Excellent. Very nice. There's you a are... whole haunted holidays on the streaming thing because we're like, let's watch Christmas movies. And I'm like, oh, the Christmas Carol. I didn't realize it was the haunted version. <laughs> but I'm like, this is oh. dark. This is, and then it's like watching a car wreck. You can't look away, and I have that to finish is... it. And I'm like, which one is this? It's a like, it's a on. I think it's on Disney. I think it's on Disney Plus, and it is a haunted holidays series. Oh. And they did the Christmas okay. Carol. And I'm like, hey, Smeagol, I'll watch this, right? Nerd fell down there. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't. This is, what the? <laughs> it was. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Sawyer St. Sin says, good, good morning. morning. Tony I says, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. And um, Willow, where else can people find you besides our network, Encrypted Crunch? Well, you can find me later on today on Reels and Heels. Uh, so... Where do they find uh, Reels tune, and Heels? Come tune us, uh, tune in. Um, you can find us on the Hanging with Web uh, uh, Web TV uh, show. Um, you can uh, find us on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, just, yeah, you know, uh, go to Reels and Heels on Facebook and you, you can find our page there. Uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube with, with the Hanging with Web crew. Um, so, yeah, we're pretty much everywhere. <laughs> That is awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and of course, you can find me at my website, johnpica.com, where you can also find links to the League of Impossibilists webcomic. And um, Chris picked that up. Did you I like did. it, Chris? I did. I did. I enjoyed it. It was very good. I, I would like to have the actual, I, I, I mean, it's a digital version, so I, I really want to possess a printed version at some point. That can happen if people will help us at <laughs> buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. And then when That's, you come to New York, I want to get it signed. Yes, we will we will make that happen. Can we do the same thing for Night Rike? Because I finished that last week and I feel like I need a copy of Night Rike. So Night Rike is not self-published. That is through a publisher, and I have begged them to take it to print. Uh, we're still negotiating on that. Um, there is plans for it to go into print in a in an omnibus edition with volumes two, three, and four. Volume two is getting ready to come out in a few short weeks. So sorry, Melissa. We'll be ready for that. So when they print it, will you sign it? Of course I will. And actually, I've got a digital download card ready to, to send to you. I need to just put it in the mail. I have your address. I'll sign it and send it to you. Yeah, I've heard that story for months. <laughs> well, you know. Johnny, before you wrap up, um, yep. when you started doing this, the first thought I had was 8 a.m. on a Saturday. You're crazy. There's no way this could work. And I love that I've seen it be so successful for a whole year in spite of my initial adult reaction because the nostalgia is solid gold. And uh, I'm glad the concept has taken off, and it's really fun to see it work. And uh, I'm really glad that you've uh, built up such a great stable of fun people to be with, too. Well, I, I love the fact that I don't have to get dressed in the mornings right. for the, the show. <laughs> the medium. It, it works perfectly. Well, and, <laughs> and we need to talk about your involvement in making all of this happen, Lucas. Oh, right. Because uh, early on, um, 
Well, you, I can't put that. Okay, I'm going to try to put this up front. So early on, um, I I created a makeshift logo for the show, and you know I knew it was only just going to be temporary, and and I needed to have a real logo made. And even though Lucas is a phenomenal designer, I felt like maybe I would be abusing his talents if I asked him to do something. And so I made the horrible mistake of going to Fiverr to find (laughs) someone to do a logo. And I got ripped off. It was horrible. I, I was so angry. And I posted about it on Facebook. And Lucas was like, well, you know... You know a guy, but he didn't quite understand the concept until he came on the show. And then you were like on the second episode and we sang Christmas carols that morning. And a week later, you produced this. And this logo not just this one, but also what I call the nutrition label logo, which we use for our business cards, has gotten more reaction than anything I've ever put out in my 30-year career. Well, that's flattering. Thank you. (laughs) That is so cool. When I hand that out at, at conventions, Lucas, people are like, oh, my God, I love this. And uh, people love the sticker logo, and uh, it's just epic. And uh, I thank you so much for uh, being such a good friend and being a part of the success of this show. Glad to. It's been fun. (laughs) And, of course, everyone who is on air has been a huge part of the success, from our guests like Chris to our co-hosts like Willow and Melissa and Sean, who couldn't be with us this morning, and Debarty and... We miss Aubrey Brewer and Lex Voitech. They've all been big parts of the success of this show. And uh, I just want to say to everyone who has been with us on the first year ride, it's been awesome. I love you all. And the next year has even bigger things in store. For our 100th episode, our two-year anniversary We're going to do something so cool. It's going to blow your mind. I'm already planning ahead. And um, you guys can make that project happen by becoming a subscriber, becoming a contributor. Help us out. Support the mission. And uh, that would be epic. You guys have any last words before we say good, good afternoon, good night, goodbye, and Merry Christmas? I do. I do. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead, Melissa. I just... Johnny, let's not overlook that this all came out of your brain pan, and now we have grown to a network and really built a community of amazing people. And it's all because of you, sir. Well, thank you. Uh, That's very nice of you to say. And faithful commentators or commenters like (laughs) Angel Love, who has also been a guest angel. <laughs> all right, Chris, take it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, all I wanted to say was, uh, and I know it's all been said already, but just one last time is, you know, this is uh, this is just an awesome show. I'm so glad uh, we connected Johnny on, on Clubhouse, and uh, I think what you've built here is great. And I, I really appreciate you having me on and letting me come on as a guest and contribute and all that. And so happy anniversary! This is this is truly outstanding, and uh, I love it. And I'm really excited to see 
see it keep going and growing and hopefully we'll see each other uh in person very soon well you, you've been a guest twice now so melissa tell him what he's won <laughs> tell him what that means when you've been a guest co-host twice i don't i don't know what that means i don't know <laughs> Tell him what he won, Johnny. I win cereal. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much means you're part of the family now, and um, we will be calling upon your talents and personality over and over again. Well, I thought he already was part of the family. I'm happy to contribute anytime. Awesome, awesome. Um, and Eli Cash just joined us. He says, "I'm late, but happy birthday! Don't throw up any cake. <laughs> I will try my best." That was last week's show. <laughs> oh, that was so gross. And Eli says, you get nothing. <laughs> I said good day. No soup for you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, any other last words, Willow, Lucas? I Okay, I, I just have to say thank you for taking the chance at letting me do my thing uh, on Cryptic Crunch and, you know, filling in for you whenever you need a, need a host. Um, I appreciate you so much, and thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate you, Willow. You're gorgeous, and we love you. Lucas, any last words? You know, just keep on doing it for another year. That's uh, that's my that's my last sentiment. I can't wait to see it five year, ten year anniversaries. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna rule the world one day <laughs> with cereal in hand. Dun, dun, dun. All right, guys and gals, if you love the show, please contribute at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, we love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side. Stay hopeful. You're welcome. <laughs>